0: Good for I'm you, good for you, even though I know you're, even though you're not above 37 in age, but you know, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good morning, gentlemen, good morning, everybody, good evening, uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, today's DAF is DAF Pay Bays. DAF Pei Bays in Ervin. okay, we're going to have a relatively easy DAF, followed by a bunch of hard ones, so let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go, at, let's start the day, DAF Pay Bays. Uh, we start with the new parak, ketz and mishpatim. We're talking now. We're dealing with the eighth parak, and uh, we're approaching the end. We're getting near. Within a month, we'll be finished, in Hashem, with this masechet. And again, we learn for tova miriam merfu Shlema, for tova miriam Bas indol. Says the Mishnah, ketz and mishpatim and How do you make a sheet with the tum And Remember, tumshabs generally, almost all the Erevin are Drabonans, except the tum is a some some sheet like especially Rabbi Kiva who holds that it's the Raisa? But how do you make a Shita for a Tchum? Meaning, what do you mean? Isn't a Tchum just when you want to go out of town, you want to go to a she'er or a bris or something out of town, and it's more than 2,000 Amis out of town, so you make your own Tchum? What does it mean, mishtatfen what, there are many people? Yeah, you could. Let's say there's a whole group of people. They don't want to go to a, a bris or something. Um, it's out of town. It's going to be outdoors. Not more than 20 people are allowed, of course, but you could have 20 people. So how do you do it for everybody? How can one person do it for many? You could use a you could use a barrel of wine. Again, you only need bread on an eruv of a Chatzar. But for a sheet of, of a Mavui or for Tchumen, anything is good. It's got to be a meal got to be a meal, as we'll see, but um, you could start it off, with, uh, if, if you use wine, you put the barrel of wine, this is for anybody in my town who wants to be included. <coughs> <laughs> Whoever is going on Shabbos, if you had to go to the Beis Ovel to visit the Beis Ovel or to Beis Mishnah, we're not, we don't really do Nicham on Shabbos or Yontav, but however you could, uh, there is a mitzvah if somebody needs help and uh, you have to comfort them on Shabbos as well, even though you don't formally do Nicham Aveilam on Shabbos, um, because there is no Farhesia on Shabbos, but still people need to be comforted. So, L'chom Mishayach, uh, L'Bais Ovel, Beis Mishnah. Uh, so, that's what you could do, and you could do it for anybody. However, as we'll see, they have to accept it, they have to want to do it, as we saw before, that uh, when it comes to Erev Tchumen, right, you have to, you can't force it on somebody. Erev you can either force it on somebody, or if it's a case where it's definitely for their benefit, like, this is the only place to go, and you, you, you can't, they can't be hurt by doing this by making an air of so they can carry there. There, we saw you could do it without their knowledge, but over here, this is not necessarily an advantage for them because you might make it to the east of town and they want to go west or north south or whatever. So, uh, they have to agree. If they accepted it while it was still daytime before Shabbos and Muter, then, then, then they're allowed to use that air of and and go out of town. On Shabbos, Mishatechshuk. But if they accepted it after dark, after Shabbos started, then it's Aser. Sheein and you don't make an Erev once the time it gets dark, so we'll discuss this in the Gemara. Arav Yosef, Ein Dvar Mitzvah. We had this discussion before. Can you make an Erev Tumain even for Dvar You just want to go visit somebody or whatever, not for a Mitzvah, not for a Bris or a shear or Nihem Avalem. So he says you can only do it for a Dvar Mitzvah. In other words, this is that the Rabbis allowed you to go out of town. Remember, according to some, it's del Raisa. But even if we accept that it's only Rabbanon, the Rabbanon said Shabbos, you should stay in, enjoy Shabbos, uh, learn Torah, have a good meals. Uh, you know, stick stick home. Don't go on hikes on, Sh- on Shabbos. So this, that the Rabbi said, uh, that you're allowed to go beyond the two thousand amas if you set up an Arab. That's only for Dvar Mitzvah. They allowed it. That's what Rabbi Yosef says. What does Rabbi Yosef teaching us? We see it in the Mishnah. You said, I'm setting it up for anybody who has a mitzvah. They have to go to Beis Oble, Beis Mishnah for, you know, Sheva or whatever. No, most of the time, people are only going to go out of town for a Dvar Mitzvah on Shabbos. What else would you be going for? Nobody's going fishing or hunting or doing anything uh, not going on vacation on Shabbos. Mo- maybe he's just telling you that's normally what happens. I'm making an air of whoever has to go out of town, whatever you got a a, a, a or a or a shear or a uh, or a sheva brachas or whatever. Maybe you're kind of He's just telling you that's normally what it is. But but if you if you decided just to go for a nice hike, you could do that too. Kamash molad. Rabbi Yosef says no, that it's only for a dvar mitzvah. Otherwise, there's no hetzer to make air of then the Mishnah said, yom, If you accept it while it was still daytime, then it's okay. At night you can't. Uh, this gets to the question of ein Breira that we discussed many times. If, let's say, you know, the famous cases are where you had a, uh, it was right before Shabbos and you get a chance to take Tchumaz and Meisus and you got a barrel of wine and you want to make Kiddush and Avdol, etc., uh, so what you do is you say, okay, I'll take on Sunday morning or Matzah Shabbos, I'll be Mafrash to Truma. You don't do it on Shabbos because it's it's considered like repairing something. So you don't do it on Shabbos, so I'll do it after Shabbos. And whatever wine I'm gonna take out on Matzah Shabbos or Sunday morning, this should be uh, for Truma, this should be for Mycerishon, etc. My Shane. I'm gonna give it all after Shabbos. So that's the shallow, can you do that or not? Uh, so if you say yesh brera, so, so that's okay, because it turns out that the wine that I took out on Sunday morning, that's the wine that was predetermined that was going to be my chumus Otherwise, aim Brera. We had a discussion about that too. Remember, the Gemara always says that it's no, no, it's no proof, that the ones who say that it's no good doesn't prove that they hold aim Brera. It could be that just as they say they're afraid that maybe the barrel will burst, the barrel will break, and then even if you hold yesh Brera, but you physically can't do it because the wine all... All uh, ran out. You don't have any wine afterwards and it comes out that you ate Tevil because you never took Trumas and Meisras. There was also the Shaluh we had before where uh, you made an Arab on both sides. Remember you said, I'm not sure whose she I'm going to go to. Am I going to go to this rabbi or that rabbi? This guy's east of town, that guy's west of town. So I put up uh, I put up two Arabs, right? I'm on either side of town and I'll decide later on. So there was also a question of Braira. I'll decide on Shabbos which one I'm going to go to and you'll say, Yesh, Yesh Braira says, oh, when I decide on Shabbos, it turns out that's the one I wanted to go to. So the char from over here you see, ain't because you say the guy has to determine before, if he decided before Shabbos, right? Koshikub, if he accepted before Shabbos, then it's okay, otherwise it's not. You don't hold, you can't decide on Shabbos, ma'ashma The If you say because if you say yesh why does the Mishnah say you have to decide before Shabbos starts? No, decide after Shabbos starts, uh, maybe the next day, uh, or at night. At night, I'll so Friday night. I'll decide which one I wh- yeah, Friday night I'll decide that I'm going to use that 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 chum that, 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 that air of I'm going to decide on Friday night. And when I decide, it turns out that it's as if I did it during the day, which would be yesh breira. So the charet's proof from our mission that behold, aim breira because you can't do that. The mission is you can't do that. You got to decide for Shabbos. Amravashi no, Hodi No 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 no. Breira is if I decide, I know what I'm doing. And I have an option. I say, I'll choose my option when Shabbos starts. Or in the case of the barrel of the wine, you know what? I know I have to take from some Isra's, but I'm going to do it after Shabbos. And it'll be like most I'm afraid that i was afraid that, that it was as if I did it before on Shabbos, before I drank the Kiddush or the Abdullah. But over here, but but, but he knew what was going on. He just hadn't decided yet. Over here, the point is you have to let them know. It could very well be that the guy could decide on Friday night, but he has to know about it before. That's what Misha says. Ravashi is telling us Misha's meaning, doesn't necessarily mean he'd accept it that that's going to, he's going to use that that erv. it means he had to know about it in this case the the is saying let's say the guy didn't even know about it one guy made an Arab Tchumen for everybody for a lot of people and he said whoever wants to use it they didn't even know he did it they found out on Shabbos that's not it uh, 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 says that they knew that he did it before Shabbos they hadn't accepted it till after Shabbos when they accepted it after Shabbos it's as if they accepted it before Shabbos that's what he, what he says over here it says Rashi take a look at Rashi Below a little bit into the Gemara there. Haudio, even though he didn't accept it, the person who wanted to use that Trum Shabbos, he says, okay, oh, oh, Yankel made a Trum, a Trum Shabbos for all these people. I'm not sure if I want to use it because maybe I want to go in the opposite direction to some other Shear or Briss or whatever. So even I accepted I'm hover So you say, okay, fine. Turns out that when I accept it, it's as if I accepted before Shabbos, right? But but if he didn't know about it, he didn't even know that the guy did it till after it got dark. My He didn't even know at the beginning of Shabbos that so there was an Erev. So that's what the mean mission is. So from our mission, you can't prove the question of Braira or Ain Brera. As, and as we had other places in Shas, it's a machlokas, whether you hold the breirah or, or not. Logically, you might say, how does that work? But there are shitas who hold yesh breirah. Okay. Om um, Now we come to another point. The halochah is that when you have little children, it says, chanoch pidarko, even though that, yeah, that's a posik in Tanakh, but the idea is that, at least mit Rabbonan, we there's a, in in chinuch, if you have a child who understands what he, you know, what's going on, you have a six, seven-year-old kid. You buy him a lulav, right? If you can, or you train him in how to use a lulav. right? In the olden days, they would uh, they would put on filling even at younger kids as soon as they understood, you know, what to do and to take them off if they have to go to the bathroom, etc. So the rule is of life, even though they're not bar mitzvah till age thirteen or bat mitzvah twelve of a girl. That's halacha mashmi sinai. But the halacha is that you have to train your kids. So now, Arab is also halacha. You have to train your kids in. So, we have rather, A cotton who's even six years old can use the air of his mother. his mother made an air of Tchumen to go to a certain place, right? And apparently it means, at least according to the Havim, it means she made an air for herself. She made an air for herself. She didn't make it for anybody else. And now she has a six-year-old kid and the kid doesn't want to stay home alone. She wants to take him along. So Ravasi says he can go out with his mother's heir of two, even though you should make an heir for him. He should make an heir for himself or you make it for him, show him what to do and include him. But if he didn't, just as she can use, the kid can use his mother's, his mother, you know, the kid is dependent on his mother. So that's probably what, that's what the, she didn't include him when she made the Arab, still she could take him along. Since he can't be without his mother, presumably, uh, you know, she, since he can't be without his mother, so she has to take him along, so she's like, he's like part of, of, the, of his mother, he's like attached to his mother, so even though she didn't make the Arab for the kid, she made it only for herself, Again, this is all Drabonan, because you've got to teach a kid what, you know, first of all, the whole halacha is, is probably only Drabonan, right? But besides that, the halacha of Drabonan is also Drabonan, but still, you have to teach him, and you didn't make it for him, so even Drabonan, you could still take him out with his mothers. That's what Ravashi says. Meisfei, six years old, is pretty old. Six years old, kids know what's going on already. Meisfei, katen shitzar chlimo. He says Bryce says that uh, if the kid needs his mother, you know, he can't be without his mother, yo know, he can he can use the air of his mother, Yo Sub Air V. Shane Sarh Limo. Let's say he doesn't need his mother anymore, he's able to go, you know, kids can you send them to the store, they can go out by themselves. Then hey, yes, he shouldn't go with his mother's air, because he has to know he has to have his own air right? Everybody is, is individual. husbands and wives also can have their own heirs. One can go one direction, one can go another direction. So here also, if the kid is old enough to understand, he should have his own air of so <clears throat> what do you see over here uh you see over here that if he needs his mother then fine he can go out with his mother if he doesn't need his mother anymore he shouldn't go out and then presumably a six year old kid doesn't need his mother anymore right he doesn't need his mother he's not he's not you know he, he, he's not like he's so attached to his mother he goes to school today they send the kids you know half a year old they're already going to school they're going to Ghanim and all kinds of stuff right Uh, You know, these days where where mothers usually work, you know, they send the kids out of the house as soon as they're born practically. Right. So. um, So a six year old kid doesn't need his mother anymore. So how could he go out with how could he go out with the heir of his mother? Maybe you will tell me, well, wait, how do you know it's six years old? You know, it depends on the case. Right. Oh, so he tells you, look at here, maybe you'll tell me that 6 years old still needs his mother. The bride says, if you need your mother, you can use the mother's air. If you don't need the mother anymore, he doesn't need the mother. How do you know? Maybe six-year-old does. But tonight, We're If he doesn't need his mother, you have to train him in how to use the sukkah. He should go out and eat in the sukkah, too. A little child doesn't have to eat in the sukkah. But a kid who understands, doesn't need his mother, can go out the sukkah. So how old is that? How do you determine he doesn't need his mother anymore? I'm going to give you a new Khaso okay, he can go to the bathroom by himself goes to the bathroom, he doesn't need his mother to wipe and that's one sign of a kid who doesn't need his mother anymore <laughs> if he wakes up and he doesn't, as soon as he wakes up, he doesn't cry out mommy, you know, ima or Ima." he doesn't cry out his mother <laughs> you think that's a proof if he doesn't call out his mother? <laughs> in other words, that if he calls out mom when he wakes up, ima then he's, uh, he's still tzoruch le imo even much bigger kids than that also call out mother. Some adults wake up calling out mother, where are you, right? So that doesn't mean any. Notice you have the Lashon of Ama, which is Aramaic, and ima, which is mother, right? It's, it's really both in Aramaic. They're both in the same letters, right? All the same letters. In any case, um, so, um, I forgot what that's called. A, a homonym used to be the same letter. Michael, you'll help us here. The same, the same, uh, different meanings for the exact same word, the same pronunciation here. It's a different pronunciation, but the same letters. What, what's that called? I forgot what that's called. Anyway, um, if he doesn't call out, you know, like, like he, he'll, he'll start crying until she shows up. Ima, Ima means, you know, he's not going to get out of bed until he's young. So that's if he wakes up and he doesn't say, Ima, Ima... Right then, uh, then he's uh, he's no longer needs his mother. A, a child who needs his mother to dress him and to take care of him, he's going to sc- scream out. The point is that however you learn, Rav Yana says if he goes to the bathroom by himself, he doesn't need his mother anymore. Rav says if he doesn't say he doesn't wake up crying, ima ima, that means he doesn't need his mother anymore. But comma, how old is that? Kabar arba, kabar chamesh. It's either four or five. The ones who develop earlier, four years old already, they're on their own. The ones who develop later, five years old. But by five years old already, he doesn't call Ima Ima anymore. According to, according to both ways, whether it's four or five, but by five, he's already, let's call him independent, right? So what do you see over here? How can you say that if a how can Ravasi say that if a have is six years old, um, he can use his mother's But The Brisa says that if he doesn't need his mother anymore, he can't. And here we see from this case over here, Azo Okotan, what's a cotton? Once he's five years old already, he's certainly independent, sometimes even four, but five for sure is independent. So how do you, how do you resolve what Ravasi said that a six-year-old kid can use his mother's air? If Om Rav Yeshua, Darvidi, no, Kikam Ravasi, Ravasi, when he said that, could go into your ear. You mixed up the case. Rav Yeshua Brei Ravidi explains, he explains Ravasi as follows. And I'm talking about a case where the mother didn't include the kid in the air and now she's using it all year old. You're right. If he's six years old, he's independent. Speaking of this case, the father made an error of in one direction for the kid, the mother made an error in the other direction. In other words, here the kid, two people made an error for the kid: one in one direction, one in the other direction. The mother and the father. And the point is that a six-year-old would still be rather is still is, is still rather in the company of his mother rather than his father. The father made an error in the north north of the city. The even a six-year-old, even though he doesn't need his mother anymore, he can go to the bathroom anymore. He can get up and get dressed by himself. He doesn't need his mother anymore. But if it's a question of his mother's father, he's still rather in the company of his mother. That's what Rishul Levi says. But that changes, so to speak, what Ravasi is talking about. Ravasi that is not talking about a, a kid who didn't you didn't make an heir for. He just made two heirs for him. So which one takes, so to speak, the one of the mother? Maseve. Okay. But that's we're not done yet with this yet. A katan who needs his mother can go out with his mother's heir now with his ad ben Now ad ben is not talking about. A six-year-old, you can't tell telling me this case. Well, his, his mother made an Erev, his father made an Erev. He says, Ad-Ben-Shesh. Ad-Ben-Shesh means one or two years old too, certainly when there was no Erev made for the child at that young age when he was a baby. Ad-Ben-Shesh, he can use his mother's. So here that's clear, clear that you know, Rabbi, Shubhan, Rabbi Shubha Rav says it's shifted, Rabbi Shubha Ravidi because Rabbi Shubha Rav says, no, if you didn't make an error for the kid himself, you can't do it. Here you see, you could make an error. F- I- I- here you see, even if you didn't make an error for the kid himself, because there's Shish, that means when he's one, two, three, four, five, up until six years old, even if you didn't make an error for him, you could still, you could st- he could still go out with his mother's error. And if you'll tell me uh, Rashi points out, and maybe you'll tell me, well, maybe it's Ad Velo Ad Bechlael, maybe it means only until five, but we already saw that five is independent. Kabar Arba we saw before that five is considered independent here. So here, even if you say that Ad Shesh means until six, until five, not until six, it's six not included, Ad Velo Ad only until five, that's still a problem because here you see that until five years old, he could still be included with his mothers. So Rabashub Ravidi, he he didn't he didn't explain Ravasi this way. He said, no, that it's speaking about where you made an heir for the kid. The question is whose takes the mothers or the fathers. But if you didn't make an heir for the kid, it's not good. That seems to go against his price. So Kasha and Ravidi, lame Tavichup to Ravasi. Is this also Akasha and Ravasi? Ravasi who said what? That that until 60, that this kid who's six years old can go out with his mother, some Ravasi, Advad bechlau. And as he could say, it's not a Kashrim vasi because he could say this Bryce said it says <laughs> He'll say it means ad until six. And I say, I was also talking about a six year old. <laughs> but is it a because Rav says that, what, that what's a cotton <laughs> The bry <has> said <laughs> Uh, you have to make his own sukkah, right? He has to make, you have to, he has to be Yodzei sukkah, he has to go sit in the sukkah on his own. You can't say that he's not included cutting these chai mitzvahs. And what do we say? What, what do we say? If he's five years old, then he, uh, he doesn't need his mother anymore. So is that a kasha? Uh, is, is this brysa which says until six years old, he can use his mother's? Is that a kasha on so Rav Yadnei and Rishloch? Is that a kasha? It depends whether the father's around or not. What do we mean by that? So Rashi explains, If the father's in town, then he doesn't need his mother, even from four or five years old, he's considered independent. The Bryce is speaking about when his father's not here, then he needs his mother until the age of six. So you can you can give this answer and say Rabyan Rishlock is just speaking about when the father's in town. If the father's around, then he doesn't need his mother anymore when he's four or five, because he's also got a father there. The Bryce is speaking about when he has no father. When he has no father, he's depend more dependent on his mother even until the age of six. But the way Rabashua Levi, Rabashua Eidi explained it that there's no way out of this, he says, No, 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 you have to make an heir for the kid. This seems to go against the Bryce. Ton Rabunan. So here, the Lushan of al yadei or Al-Yad can mean different things. We saw back in our Iron Testament days, we said that, how do you make a Shita for a Mavi, the Mishnah said? You put the Chavis in the street, and you say, this is for all the Mavi, and Muzak al Bito, Al-Yideh here means through, via your your meaning you have to give it to everybody. Remember we talked about you have to make a kinyam. So you can give it to your older sons and daughters, meaning your bar mitzvah or you have it own but not Beno biraktanim and the because their yad is your yad. So their al-yideh meant you use them. Via them you gave the Arif to the other people in the uh in the rose around there. You gave it to them. Here <coughs> Marvaida means for them. So ayideh can mean sometimes through them, via them. Here it means for them. Here we're saying this B'risa says In other words, you can make an error for them, right? Ladat whether they are, you have their consent or not, because they are considered like your yad. Rashi has the they Ki Their hand is like yours. In other words, they have no their in their own consent is meaningless. They're not bar mitzvah, <coughs> even though we said for mitzvahs, chinuch mitzvahs, you have to teach them when they're old enough to understand, four, five, six years old. But they're not still bar mitzvahs, so you can be mezaka for them, you can make an air of, an air of Tumen for them. Uh, you, they can't tell you, well, we want to go east, you're making it west, father. No, you know, they, you, they do what you're doing for them. Same thing with Ebed Shephel HaKinani. But if they're Jewish slaves, meaning they're full Jews, then their bar mitzvah, you can't determine for them. Or your, your children were bar mitzvah, so they have their own das. not even for your wife. And you have to make it with their consent. That's what we're talking about. We're talking here about Erev Tchumen. We're continuing. Again, you know, this, this whole Masechet goes back and forth from Erev to Erev Chatseris to Shittim Mavui. But here we're talking about Erev Tchumen. Tanya Another bris says a very similar. It's almost similar. It's very, very similar. The words are similar. Just a little bit more verbose, but it adds a little bit. Tanya You can't make an error on behalf of them. <clears throat> Not for your who uh, Jews. only if unless we said just, unless you have their consent. Avol ma'arav hu al yedei avdav shifka kananim. You can do it for your eved shifka eved veshifka kananim, because they don't need your. They don't need your, you. don't need their consent. They are part of you. Vaydei benei ektanim bein adat mechal adat. And this is exactly like the brice, except it reverses it. Bein adat mechal with their consent. Nei sheyadon ki yado. See the brice. This brice is a little bit more expansive. Explains a little bit more. And according to the Bach, the previous one had it also. But nei sheyadon ki yado. Their hand is like your hand. Yeah. The let's say all these people made their own Erev, but their master made an Erev <coughs> in a different place, right? The one made east the, and the meaning the master or the father of the house, the father, whatever and rabbam, Yotzum Bisho They use the, the the what the predominant one is which is the one that takes effect, the one that their master made, the father, the Kutzman Isha except for a woman because she because she can protest she can say i don't want to use yours husband i'm going to use my own Says the more isha why is a wife different than bino Bito dolim or eved the shifrah ivrim means isha domila. anything like her meaning people who have their own das, either a wife or bar mitzvah children or eved the shifrah ivrim means like them too okay Amr um, Mar. So the Bach is a different girthier. Um His girsir is is like Higo uh, for but it's the same idea. Amr Mar or Higo for Kasha. You said A wife, right? A, a wife. You can't um, force her to take your heir if she made an air to the east and you made it to the west. She, you can't do it on behalf of her. Uh, you, you need her consent. Uh, so you, you. So if 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 she if she did it in in one way and you did it another way. She doesn't have to use yours, she can protest. Time the Machi, because she can she's protesting. Hastama. If she protests, fine. But if she doesn't protest, Nafka she can use her husband's. But Akhtani Raisha Omidam, you need their consent. So it's mashma here. Only if they protest, then they don't have to use your if they can use their own. But if they didn't protest, they're yotzai with yours. But you said in the Reisha, you need their das. My love the amri ain. Doesn't consent mean they have to sign, they have to say, yes, I agree to use yours Is low. Uh, my What does it mean? Their consent. They were quiet. In other words, is consent when you have to say yes, or consent is if you just didn't you didn't protest. You were quiet. That's also basis. So therefore, it means this. It means that you didn't protest. La If they say no, if they quiet, then they consent. If they say no, then they don't consent you said before that if they made the, if you made an Arab in the West and they made they the, the Rabba, the Master or the husband whatever the father made an Arab in the West and they made an Arab in the East Yots Rabbon they used the Shabbos the Stamahu didn't say over there they protested it's also Stam they didn't say anything. That she doesn't that she doesn't have to go out with the with the husbands uh, even though she didn't protest. So so which one is it? In other words, you say on the one hand that she has to protest. That if she protests, fine. It's Mashmas She goes, but when the you said she had to agree. So yeah, i agree means she just was quiet. But over here the she was fine. quiet and still fine. you say you don't uh. have to. Amarav, let's see the answer of the Gemara first. Ammurava, keep and she earboy in Since they made their own air, that's a macho In other words, a protest can be either no, I don't agree, or they, you know, they voted with their feet. They went somewhere else. They made an air from the other direction. There's no bigger protest than that. Yes, who's asking something? Just a, a question about a general principle. If somebody is, uh, let's say, a criminal, he, he does either you're asking if you're guilty or innocent if peace, that doesn't say anything. Does that mean yes? It's the same type of thing as here. Well, I think that, um, I think that um, if, if uh, it depends on the circumstances. You know, when, when when he's asked in court to say guilty or not guilty, he's asked to take a position. If he's just quiet, you know, they're they're asking him for take a position. Ask the lawyer give me give me an answer. Over here, we're saying if he didn't. There are many cases in life where, uh, you know, the, the, the you know, I don't have to say no if if you if you you know you don't if you don't say anything you don't you don't it's it's considered your consent. Many times you get an email, you know, you don't have to respond to this, you know, you don't have to say anything, you know, you don't have to you know, agree. Many times out, you have right? to many, t- right. many times you have to opt in, you have to say I accept or you can't go any further, right? So they're they're forcing you to take that's a position. Right. Over here you weren't forced. The assumption is if you didn't say anything, we're saying if you didn't say anything then then uh, then you you consent to it. That's the point. If you didn't say anything, that's that's good enough it's for a consent. To up, right? Pardon? Yeah, sh'tika koda. Yeah, sh'tika koda. In many cases, but it's not always. It depends on the circumstances. Sometimes sh'tika koda. That being quiet is like you agree, you admit it. And sometimes it's not. It depends on the circumstances. Okay. So now in this, in the we learned before that Eruvah by Eruvah you don't need that much food. Remember, we talked about how how much how much do you have to, uh, how much do you have to have there. So there were different shiurim, and but we said that. It, um, you, you, you place a certain amount of food there. And then we said the truth is that Rabbi Yossi said that's only at the beginning of the era of Mazon Shte Lakulam. You really need a grogris. Remember, the Mishnah said back on pay when it comes to the, the for most, you just need a grogris for each and every person, uh, but a maximum of two meals for the whole crowd, no matter how big it is. And then and you have to, you have to, you have to uh, um, supplement that if it became less. So we talked about that. Rabbi Yossi says you don't even have to. As long as you start off with the shi, that's good enough. Not so by Eruvot because Eruvot you have to show that you're living there. In other words, in the in roast, the, the whole idea is you just want to make a common meal so it looks like it's one big family. You know, all these people, all these different people in the Chetzer sharing a movie or in our case, sharing a town, whatever, like one big thing. So it's like one big, uh, everybody's like in one big house. Over here, when you're talking about making an Erev out of town or of tumim, you have to show that you're living over there, and the only way to have that is by having two meals, by setting up with two meals. So kamu shiro, mussen shtei surus to kolechad each and every person. Now he doesn't say like we saw back in base that uh, that how much is the shear. We said that the shear over there was uh, two meals for everybody for, for the whole crowd, <clears throat> right? We said if you have your food there. Uh, how much is it? Over there, by the by the sheet of where we said, if you have two meals, that's it for no matter how many people there are. That's good enough, right? If it's less than, uh, if it's a small amount of people, you at least need a grogress for each one. If there's a lot of people there, that two meals would only be said, remember, would be enough of a grogress for 18 people, so all you need is two meals, period. Here we're talking about two meals for everybody, each, for each and every person. Because you're talking about Arab Tum, and each person has to, have a, uh, has to set up there with a meal. Because you're talking about he's, he's making his residence 2,000 almas out of town, and so does this guy and that guy and that woman. All of them need their own meal. So, enough for two meals. Now, how do you figure a meal? So, Reb Meir says, it's the amount you eat during the weekdays, not on Shabbos. Shabbos, you have a big meal, a meal that you eat in the weekdays, a smaller meal, that's good enough, two meals. She says No, it's this meal that you eat on Shabbos, not during the weekdays. The Zeb, Zeb, Moscav, and, and Mark, both Rabbi Huda and Mayor are making a cool and others, they really mean have the smaller meal. The question was, when do you eat more, on Shabbos or during the week? So, as we'll see, Rabuta said... You eat less on Shabbos because you have so many meals on Shabbos. You have at least three meals on Shabbos. There's, uh, there's so many meals, so you'll have less at each meal. Whereas, whereas Reb Mayor says, no, on Shabbos you have big meals. So, so they're going lakula here. When they say you have to have two meals, you don't need, a, a, according to Reb Mayer, you eat less during the week. That's good enough. Take the meal of during the week. Reb Yudas says, no, you eat less on Shabbos, so you use that one. How much food are we talking about, though? Give me some numbers over here. Give me, you know, teaspoons, uh, ounces, whatever you want to use. What's the shear? So, B'yachim says, listen, now we're going to get into the numbers. Mi When foresaw, that's a measure of food. Foresaw, a saw is like a, a hundred and four, at least 144 eggs worth, right? So, if you have foresaw, go for a cella, which works out to a pinyon for a half a kav, because right? a, a saw has six calves, and uh, each saw has six calves. And therefore, a, a half a calf works out to be for a pundyon, which is like 148 of a cella. So he's saying that um, when you buy a loaf of bread for a pindion, for a pundyon, what kind of a loaf? A loaf that four saw are bought with a cella, which works out to a punjon for a half a calf. That's the loaf of bread that, we'll do, that will suffice for two meals. That's what we're talking about here, okay? That's what we're talking about. The loaf of bread that goes for a punyon, a very small amount of money, like a dime or whatever, uh, when a loaf of bread goes for a dime, that, that's the loaf of bread that's good enough for two meals. Now, what's it based on? So, so, so as we'll see, it's, it, the, in the shot. we're assuming now over here that uh, a saw... I mean that a, that a uh said that means that a half a kav is good enough for two meals, and therefore uh, a whole kav, which is a sixth of the saw, is good enough for four meals, right so how many meals can you get out of a kav a measure, according to Rabbi morocco you apparently this is the the have mina, you can get four meals four meals out of that, but you only need two meals for each person, so a half a kav will suffice for two meals. That's what you buy for a punyar. Shimon says, two-thirds of a loaf, not a full loaf, kav. When, when when three when there are three loaves are bought for a kav, three loaves, out of a kav you can make three loaves, then you take two-thirds of a loaf. So apparently, now so what Reb is really saying is you need less, less food, less food, because he's saying two-thirds of a loaf, three loaves fit into a kav. So according to Reb Shimon, how many meals can you get out of a kav? Nine. Because he's saying that, that three loaves in a kav and two-thirds of one loaf is two meals. So that means that each, each loaf would be for three meals, right? And there's three loaves in a kav and two-thirds of one loaf would be two meals. So he's saying effectively that a kav can produce nine meals, but you only need two meals. And Rabbi Yochum is saying a kav can produce four meals. So you take a half a kav. L'chorah, that's the machlok, but we'll see the Gemara say otherwise. Now, this loaf that we're speaking, whatever loaf it is, whatever size loaf it is, according to Rabbi Yochanan, the loaf is a little bit bigger, right? And according to Reb Shimon, it's a little bit less. So Rabbi Shimon says, Reb Shimon says, the no, one, there's more loaves in a, in a kikar, but in the end he says, the requirement of the loaves, in terms of how much food it is, is less for the meals. Reb Shimon says it's two-ninths of a kav, and Rabbi apparently says that it's a half a kav. We'll see. But whatever loaf it is, he also tells you another halacha, that a half a loaf is what you need, to, if you go into a leprous house for your clothes to become tameh. it says when you eat. What do you mean when you eat? You don't really eat. The amount of time it takes to eat a half a loaf, that's, a, that's what we call, uh, you know, a, a, a half a loaf of, of uh, bread. That's the amount of time that if you're in the house, you become tummy as soon as you walk in, but your clothes will not become if you're if you're in the house long enough to eat a half a loaf of bread. Okay? The shear—that's what we call the shear of, of, of a of a of a pras, right? Mechdei Achilas Pras—they talk about. Remember, along along the time that it takes to eat a half a loaf, a pras is a, is a piece or a half. So the time it takes to eat a a, a pras of bread—that's how long you have to be in there for your close tummy. So whatever it is, it's four minutes, nine minutes, whatever the shear is—that's when you are tummy. The chatsi chatsi on a half of a half, a half a half is a quarter, obviously. Lipsulik via. There's an ised bonum. Food can't be metami a person, but Rabbanin, if you ate food, which is tummy, if you're a Kohen and you ate tummy food, you become tummy. You can't eat a t- uh, trum until you go to the mikveh. So that's only a rabbanan. It's if you ate a quarter of the loaf, chatsi chatsia. The Gemara is going to add on tomorrow's tomorrow is going to mara's, mara's gonna add on. And an eighth of a loaf is what's metami tomosachon, because that's about a betza. A, baitza. a baitza is if you have food which is the size of a betza, that can be metami other food. Uh, any food could be makabal to him, but to be to, to transmit to him, it's got to be a size of a kebetza. So the mission doesn't mention that. The mission says, "Okay, we talked about this loaf. You need you need uh, two meals. According to Rabbi Yochan one of the one of the loaves that he's talking about makes two meals. Kabb you need two thirds of his loaves." So it's less, but he says that you get more loaves out of a kav. The scripture says you get more loaves out of a kav, and therefore he says you need less for the meals. But in any case, he goes on, he says that the loaves, a half of this loaf is what's metame, your clothes, if you're in a leprous house, and a quarter of the loaf is what's metame, if, if, if you ate a quarter of a loaf of food, which is tamay. And the Gemara will say that an eighth of a loaf is, uh, is what's necessary to transmit tumah if that eighth of a loaf was tamay. And that's tomorrow's gemara about why it isn't why it didn't why the mission didn't mention it's not exact all kinds of measurements tomorrow's gemara is very complicated make sure you listen to it on the podcast says the gemara <clears> the <throat> sudas how much is that how much is mazon shtay sudas so uh, we already Rabbi yechalim and broka and Rabbi shimon explained how much that is in detail Rabbi says ripsa the crisis it's two uh, farmers loaves of uh, shepherds loaves. Christ according to shot, is that it's that's the name of a place, or it's like Ikara, a farmer or a, or a shepherd, a peasant. You know, it's what they eat. Two two loaves of Nahar Pepita, That's the measure that it is. Presumably, that corresponds with either Rabbi Yochan or Rabbi Shimon's measurement. Rabbi Yosef said to Rabbi Yosef, the son Rabbi, your father holds like Rabbi Meir, meaning that a person eats less during the weekdays. Right? Rabbi Meir says two meals, but we go Lakula, You don't have to have two Shabbos meals. As long as you have two uh, everyday meals, two weekday meals, that's good enough. Your father was like Ramayr, no, I also like Dik Sfiruleh. If you go like Ramayr, Ramayr says the meals on Shabbos are less, doesn't make sense. Hadam yinji, people say that there's always room for dessert, right? There's always room for sweets. So uh, Shabbos, of course you eat more. It doesn't make sense what Ramayr says. Ramayr says the meals on Shabbos are less, we you know on Shabbos you eat everything. You have sweets and delicacies. Reb Yudis, a mayor, is more likely. Now this is a little complicated. This Rishita Reb Yechim and Rishlokish. Remember we said Reb Shimon rather not Rishlokish Reb Shimon. The Mishnah. Remember Reb Shimon said there's nine meals in a in a kav, and Reb Yechim Broken said there's only four. Tana the Brisker said Korvam D'Ramlios Shavim. They're almost the same. They're almost the same. Reb Yechim and Reb Shimon. They're very close tell me, how can you say? said there's four meals in a cob. Remember, because he said a half a cob, which is a loaf of half a cob, which is two meals. So that means that a full cob would be four meals. Rabbi Shimon said, three loaves. When three loaves comprise a cob, when you can make three loaves out of a cob, two thirds of one loaf is two meals. So he holds that you can have nine meals out of a cob. So how can you say they're close? One says four, one says nine. so we say, that same Shlish, no, when we're talking about here, two loaves uh, that that you can get a, a loaf of uh, of a half a kav, a half a kav, which is two loaves. I, I'm sorry, a, a, a loaf which is comprised of a half a kav of to and Right when uh, when a full kav would me four meals, and he says a half a half a, um, a loaf of a half a kav is two meals. That's what the that's the wholesale price. That's the wholesale price. He buys it. He buys, for a pinyon, he buys a half a kav. But when he, has to, when he has to sell it, he has to make a profit. So he only gives you, when he sells it to you, he doesn't sell you the whole half kav, which is a loaf of a half a kav, which is two meals. He sells that to you. He has to make a third profit. So he sells that to you. When he sells it to you for the punyon, he only gives you two-thirds of that half kav. Two-thirds of a half a kav is how much? Is two-sixths, which is a third of a kav. Right? A third of a cow. So therefore, therefore, a third of a cob, you're buying a third of a cow, and that's your two meals. So if a third of a cow is two meals, how much is a whole cow? Six meals, right? If a third of a cow is two meals, in other words, the guy who buys it, he's able to buy a half a cow for two, but when he sells it to you, he only gives you two-thirds of that half a cob. Two-thirds of a half a cob is really a third of a cow. right? So therefore, a full cob would be six meals. So the Gemara says, "Vakati Lamar, Tisha Lamar Says it's still six, is not nine. Reb Shimon says that you get nine meals out of a kav. Rab Yochum Roker, according to you, says you only get six. Six is not, not close to nine. El-Lakiduch, Reb Chizl said another thing. The Amar now, The Chavani has to make. He has to, his pro- he has to double his. money. In other words, when he bought a half a kav for a punyung, he only sells you a quarter of a kav for a punyon. And that's the two meals. And that's what we're talking about. Over here, when you say that you buy a kiker for a punjon, and a kiker is a half a kav, that's what he pays for it. When he sells it to you, he's got to make double. So if he bought a half a kav for a punjon, he sells you a quarter of a kav for a two and that loaf of a, of a quarter of a kav, that's two meals. Well, if a quarter of a kav is two meals, a whole kav is how many meals? I'm waiting. <laughs> if a quarter of a kav is two meals a whole kav would be how many? Eight meals. Eight meals. You need two hands, right? Eight meals, right? Oh, so this kati, lamar, lamar, So still a corn-trap it's nine meals to a kav. And a corn-trap it's eight meals to a kav. That's close. That's close enough. Four to nine, not so close. Six to nine, not so close. Eight to nine is already pretty close. Okay, so therefore, at the end of the day, Rabbi Yochum still though says that it's a little bit more because he says that you're getting two uh, two uh, that two meals is a quarter of a kav and he says so is a, is a quarter of a kav and Rabbi Shimon says no it's it's two ninths right the two meals is two ninths out of out of a kav so according to one it's two eighths of a kav to two ninths of a kav. so Rabbi Shimon still says it's a little bit less food and he says that there's more loaves in a in a kav. So, Wait a minute. You just said Rav Chizur says he makes a third. One says he makes a half. Right? Those are two Esther and Rav How much does he make? A third or a half? So, low Kasha. When the when the Balabai, as the purchaser, when he supplies the wood, etc., to you know to, to help to to uh, to bake the, uh, um, bake, the dough, bake the dough bake the dough bake the grain into the bread. When he supplies it, then the guy only makes a third. But if the uh, if the baker if he supplies the wood and the um, all the supplements etc all the, uh, the, the 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 apertures whatever you need to make the loaf when when the uh, baker supplies it then he has to ch- charge more and he makes a fifty percent profit or 100% profit, how do you look at it? You know, he, doubles, he doubles his He doesn't just make a third, but he raises it by half. All right, so tomorrow's, tomorrow's.paygimel is on the Internet, and you'll start needing the books again, the illustration books. Make sure you have illustration books both tomorrow and on Sunday when we pick it up uh, from there. Have a good day and a good Shabbos, everybody. Call to fry him. Call fry to fry him. Yeah. Fry him. Mm-hmm. Yes. According to him. he does do, According to R.F. Shimon, you don't get the wholesale price? Rab Shimon Shimon's, so right? Shimon's not looking at the wholesale price, right? Rab Shimon's not looking at the wholesale price, or he's already looking at the retail. In other words, it could be Rab Shimon was talking already in retail terms, and and that's right. what he like. And Rab was talking about in wholesale terms, and we have to transfer that to uh, retail terms. Correct? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Have a good Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Shabbos.